beyond happily ever after. Real talk for today's couples with Mike and Carol Bird. Get ready to dive into the world of modern relationships as we challenge the status quo, debunk myths, and uncover the truth about building a fulfilling and lasting partnership. Join us for thought-provoking conversations, practical advice, and inspiring stories that will transform the way you view and approach your relationship. Whether you're newlyweds or have been together for years, this podcast is your guide to deepening emotional connections, fostering trust, and unlocking the true potential of your love. So grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and get ready to go beyond happily ever after with Mike and Carol Berg. Beyond happily ever after, real talk for today's couples starts now. So here we are at the conclusion of the impact of miscommunication. Yes, right here. Right here. We right thank here. you for listening to all the way up to part number. What did we get a part? We went to six parts on this. Yeah. We went on this, and here's the conclusion because we've given you so much. Yes. Now we've told you what the impact does and how it affects you. And we thank you for your feedbacks and so many of you, um, the emails and messages of how it has helped you but let's get let us give you some strategies you know how about that Mm -hmm. we just don't want to give you all the downloads of everything that looks wrong can go wrong but how about we just give you a drive by Mm -hmm. of some strategies that you guys can work towards and add to your toolbox that's right so that you can have a healthy happy Relationship. Right tool for the right job, right? Right tool for the right job. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go over some of these, some things that we want you guys to really, you know, take home and really hang on to and say, you know what? Not only do I have information, but I have strategies, tips, and tools that, you know, I can apply. And here we are. This this tip is a major one, you know, if we're going to deal with that impact on miscommunication. Um, we have to, to realize that there are keys. To every lock, there is a key. And that's what we want to give you. There is a specific key that fits every lock. And, and you know, if we're going to have healthy communication, um, we're going to have to be able to, you know, express our needs. And sometimes even in expressing our needs, we express our grievances, mm-hmm. you know. And, but we can express them in a way that doesn't, doesn't hurt the other person, doesn't make the other person, uh, you know, feel wrong or go into defense. It doesn't trigger them to, uh, you know, hit hot buttons and, mm-hmm. and go into that place where they escalate in their conversation, you know, and then it leads into an argument. Right. So we, we are talking about how to have that healthy communication. And but we're also dealing with the impact of the miscommunication. So here's a tip. Tip number one. Never use the words 
always or never. This ain't the song, always and forever. Oh, no, no. We never use the words always or never. Why? Because think about it. If someone has ever told you, you always do this or you never do that, how do you feel? you automatically become defensive. Mm -hmm. So when you become defensive, you're going to throw up your walls. You're going to throw up those walls because you feel as though you are being attacked. So there's no faster way to shut down open communication than to generalize and accuse. Do not generalize and do not accuse. It's okay to point out a behavior or something about the way you feel um, how things can be improved, or how um, how should things move about, and give them tips on how to do things, but never use those two words. You can never. When you say that, you make your partner put the weapons up. They put their guards up because mm-hmm. they're about to protect themselves. Yeah, that is so true. Tip two: um, We need to learn how to use when, what, and how statements. Mm-hmm. Because during in a situation, or it could be an argument, uh, you want to get your needs met. And you want to be able to address, you know, those undesirable things, you know, and that behavior that, you know, that you have felt as a result, you know, of what your partner has said or what they did. Mm-hmm. You want to be able to get your needs met. And the key is to address the behavior that is associated with, you know, with what went down without judgment. Without judgment. Without judgment on, you know, and being able to to stay at a place where it doesn't go deeper. You know, you need to learn how to be able to use these things when, what, and how. Yes. I believe if people could learn to use those, that we would avoid, you know, getting into that place of judging the other person. Mm-hmm. We would avoid, you know, having the situation continue to go down down the rabbit hole you know the situation can you know have a recovery and it can get better if we stay away from and avoid judgment so we need to say things like you know when you know identify when the situation occurs for us you know try to eliminate that possibility of of being unclear so you want to be able to you know to be able to use that when what and how at the right time so you're saying that so then When I use the word when, Mm -hmm. it's like I'm saying when this happened. So you're making sure that they understand and that something happened and it happened at at a certain time. Mm -hmm. Don't make them have to try to guess what you're talking about. When this happened, it made me feel. You have to be able to let them know about um, uh, an occurrence. When did it occur? Mm-hmm. Because then it eliminates them for feeling unclear. Like, what are you talking about? What are you referring to? Always remember that when. And then you want to use your what? Specifically identifying the behavior you're concerned about. So when you when you walked into the room the other day, right? What happened? When you went, walked into the room the other day, you stepped on my red shoe and it broke the heel, Right? And when it broke, the, when you broke the heel, when you stepped on it, the how is state how you felt. When you broke the heel, it made me feel crushed, mm-hmm. right? So when, 
is when did it happen? The other day when you walked into the room. When you walked into the room the other day. You stepped on my, here's my what? You stepped on my red shoe and it broke the heel. And how did it make me feel? I felt crushed because that was my favorite pair of shoes. Mm -hmm. That's when you're using your when, your what, and the how. Do not be vague with your partner. Don't throw words up or you just drop a hint. People don't catch no hint. That's right. People don't get hints. They don't get no hint. Mm -hmm. You got to come out when this happened, what happened, and how it happened. That's what you need to do. Because if you try to drop a hint, you know what you did. Well, they don't know what they did. Nope. And some people will deny what they did and cause you to have to pin them up against a wall mm -hmm. just to admit what they did. Right. So make sure at all, at all costs you want to be using when what and how that is, is very specific yesterday when you left the top off the toothpaste paste on the sink it made me feel like you didn't even care that i cleaned the bathroom the day before everything when what and how yesterday was my when what you left a cap off the toothpaste in the bathroom, and it made me feel as though you didn't care that I just cleaned the bathroom. Yeah. And the next tip is make I statements. Yes. Okay. Make I statements. We, we, have, we have to avoid sounding like, you know, we're trying to attack the other person. And it causes them to disconnect from us rather than to connect. So, you know, sometimes we, we are so you know, adamant about pointing out somebody else's, what they have done. Don't use you. Yeah. And you did this to me and you did this to me. And had you not done this, I wouldn't do. You see how that sounds? You're mm -hmm. always pointing out, pointing mm -hmm. out instead of saying, I need to be responsible for what I've done. Okay. So what you, we need to do is make sure when we make I statements is that what this does, it, it actually helps to keep the other person from feeling like, again, that they're accused or that yes. they're being judged. And it helps them to, to understand that, okay, that my partner is being inclusive maybe of their what they bring to the table or what they may be responsible for. So that person is not as, as easily shut down mm -hmm. or is not as easily, you know, go into walls of defense. They're, they're willing to stay open a little bit more when you use I statements. So let's put this into example so that you have something that you can recognize. How does an I statement go? Um, when this happens to me, I feel like such and such. Mm -hmm. Instead of saying, you did this to me, mm -hmm. you made me. Mm -hmm. See, we have to take be responsible for the cause. If we're responsible for the cause, we can control the effect. Yes. And a lot of times we, you know, we jump on guard because that other person may be saying to us, you did this to me. And we take that offensively mm -hmm. and then we become defensive about our stance. So it's it'd be better to be able to say when this happens, this is how I feel. Mm -hmm. Then that becomes an I statement. You automatically take that person from being on guard to allow them to hear you allow them to receive what you're saying and be more open to further communicate as opposed to shutting down communication 
at that particular yes, time. Yes, that, that's so true. You know, it's um, another example is like sometimes I feel ignored mm-hmm. or sometimes I feel unimportant when you don't respond to me when I'm talking to you. Mm-hmm. Just that simple. So instead of saying, you always make me feel like I don't matter. You always make me feel like you ignore me. That's not the correct way because now you're putting your partner on defense. But when you turn that thing around and say, sometimes I feel. So it's not about what they did. It's about how I feel. That's right. It's, it's about I feel. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I feel um, like you ignore me or I don't feel important to you when you don't respond to what I'm saying. So this, remember, it's taking the pressure off and taking away the defense and it's taking away um, that your partner feels like they are being attacked. So it's so important. So even it's even better when you combine the I statement with the when, what, why method. Remember, you want to do when, what, and how. So when, what, and how. When you combine that, it makes a big difference. So when you say, when, if, if something is bothering me, sometimes I feel mm-hmm. like when, and this is how I feel. So you have to be able to um, convey that in a way that your partner does not feel attacked. Yeah, let me mention this too, because so many times in, we talk to our clients, and why is it so easy to um, stand in that place where you don't want your partner to be able to say this is how I feel oh yeah that's true you shut down and dismiss their feelings mm-hmm. but we all have feelings we all have we feel. all want to be able to say this is how I feel yes. and there is a liberty in just being in a relationship with a person where I have the freedom to say this is how I feel without mm-hmm. being cut off yes without being dismissed without being disrespected mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we should be allowed to say these are my feelings this is how right. I feel Right. Without saying, no, I want you to feel like I feel. Yes. And that happens so many times in relationships. That that goes back to creating an emotionally safe environment where we can communicate. That's right. And so when we fail to do that, we we fail to allow each other the space, Mm -hmm. the space to be free, to have conversation. Mm -hmm. And that's where we don't want to. We don't want to create that atmosphere. So we already told you in these last few um, episodes what happens, the consequences, you know, the impact. But let's create an atmosphere where it's safe for all of us. That's right. It's safe for me to express myself and it's safe for you to express yourself. And so the last last, um, tip we want to give you is... Create the frame, the um, frame, the framework for the perfect picture. That's right. So let's create the framework for the perfect picture. So what does that mean? That means that you know, if you eat a sandwich, you know, or you eat an Oreo cookie, your favorite cookie, you know, the one that have the cream in the middle, or you know, if it's a, a double layer chocolate cake, you know, that cream in the middle. That right there is like an important feature that's inside of something. It's that sandwich, right? Mm -hmm. So you have to create the perfect framework, which would be conducive to have that conversation. So, you know, things happen in every relationship. There's always going to be a discrepancy. There's always going to be moments where 
we don't always see eye to eye. It's a part of life. So when it happens, when you create the perfect framework, it begins to help eliminate the miscommunication. It helps to eliminate you guys hitting the rabbit holes, right? So what do we mean by the perfect framework? Because negative situations can occur, but it can get worse if you handle it wrong. So the first thing you want to do is start with some positives. So if I'm about to come to, you know, my husband, I want to talk about something that may be disturbing for me. First of all, you know, I'm going to talk about, let's say uh, he burnt the chicken yesterday, right? Mm -hmm. He didn't burn the chicken yesterday. I'm just using an example. So let's say he burnt the chicken yesterday, right? And so instead of coming off about the burnt chicken, you know, you can start with some positive things that you appreciate. Like I appreciate that you even took the time to cook. I appreciate that, you know, you're helping me out and it's been helping me out. It's been giving me some free moments. You know, um, I enjoy it. So I appreciate all of that. I appreciate every time you step up on the plate when you know that my day has been overwhelmed. So then you set that. So the inside is now let's express your concern, you know, while being specific about the behavior or the negativity and how it affects you using the previous strategies where we just talked about the um, when, what, and how, right? With I statements, right? So then I'm going to express that behavior. So I appreciate, you know, um, every time you step in, you give me a break when you cook dinner for me and everything. And then says, so on yesterday, when, on yesterday, when you cooked dinner, the chicken was burnt and it just really didn't taste good and settle good in my stomach. Right. So can you, I appreciate it. If next time you cook the chicken that you don't use, you don't overcook it, you know? So mm -hmm. I'm saying that he's done a wonderful job. I appreciate what he's been doing. Now I'm in the middle. I'm saying what went wrong, what I really, you know, didn't set well with me, but then you want to finish it with, another positive statement. So, you know, maybe the next time when you cook it, because I love when you cook, mm -hmm. maybe the next time when you cook that you kind of like lower the heat on the chicken, mm -hmm. you know, you lower, um, drop the oven instead of having an oven too high or something like that. You kind of want to make sure that you don't make them feel attacked because see, I still want him to cook chicken. I know this. Uh, some women <laughs> like, yeah, I still want him to help out. But even though it may have been a little burnt, a little crisper than I normally would like it, I'm still, I'm going to let him know that instead of pretending like I liked it. And then next time I just don't eat. So I'm going to let him know that, but then I'm going to come back and still appreciate how he's did it, how he's always been doing it and how he's been doing, you know, helping me out and affirming that he's, you know, his greatness mm -hmm. so that he doesn't feel like, oh, she just dumped on me. Yeah, I, I think you laid that out really well because I could get the mental picture and I believe everybody listening can get it too. You make, you start one place, 
and then you tell you know what your pain point is but then you finish it off with a positive mm-hmm. so everything is sandwiched in between two positives yes and you know i i thought about how many times some men have dishonored their women in the way that they've said things and you know have not framed that picture because mm-hmm. this is the picture that you know we're, we're talking about the perfect picture in the perfect frame yeah and so many times you know it happens and it happens because bad habits have been set up but if you are able to apply what you know what you just taught and be able to sandwich everything in between a positive start and a positive ending yes and in the middle be able to express yourself using and applying the what when how and the i statements the right way not only does he know how to honor his his partner and frame that picture the right way. But then there are sometimes, because I want to mention this also, that some men may feel emasculated because things of the way that things may be said to them. So it goes both ways. Yeah. She needs to be honored. He needs to feel honor. And neither one. So if this is applied in a relationship, if this very thing here, what does the frame look like? Mm-hmm. You can take the same picture and you can put a black frame around it which is negativity, or you can put a, a, a red frame or a gold frame or a blue frame or f- another frame around it that causes you all to feel like, I like this picture. Mm-hmm. It's going to be your choice. You have to make up in your mind, how am I going to frame this picture where it is non-offensive, where it does not you know, tear down, but it builds up. Yeah. That it does not dishonor, but it honors. That it does not, you know, cause pain, but it causes your partner to stay open. Mm-hmm. One thing I, you know, I teach instead of shrinking down and shrinking back and going into a turtle shell, be able to stay open when those hard conversations come. Yes. And if you frame it the right way, if you apply these tips, if you apply these strategies, it will change the trajectory of your uh, communication style in your relationship. Yes. So that you'll be able to. Not only if you hit these road bumps, you'll be able to recover quicker. You'll be able to stay connected. You'll be able to understand this. If something is out of line, look at your framing. That's good. Look at how you frame that picture. That's good. You know, that's true. You know, look at, you know, how did you frame it? Because how you framed it will determine how your partner receives it. So let's take these tips that we have given you. You know, these four tips to help you to be able to communicate better with your partner and to help you in those areas that the mishaps can occur. Hiccups will come. You're not going to always see eye to eye, but how you communicate and navigate through it will determine the outcome. So we thank you for this this series that we did yes. on, you know, the impact of miscommunication mm-hmm. because communication is a major, yes, it is. a major blockage in marriages because people really never get in and understand the other partner, communicate in an effective way mm-hmm. so that their marriage can continue to grow and be healthy as they grow together as one. Yeah. So this I know has has um, made a great impact on you in a positive way. So we want you to apply these like like you said, baby. I believe 
some people are going to grow from this. Yes. Because communication or miscommunication is a major factor in it's a lot a of relationships. Major. Yes. So think about it. Let the walls down. You know, let the grudges go. Think about it. It's time to get out of the sandbox. It's, it's time, time to, to adult. It's time to not go to bed angry. It's time to realize life is too short. It is. That we, we have so few years as adults. Why not enjoy it? Enjoy it. Why not be one? Why not stay connected? Why not grow? Why, why not learn how to please each other and be happy? Yes. All right. We thank you. And as always, you know what? Love on your spouse. That's right. Just take the moment to love on each other. Take this opportunity to forgive one another. Mm -hmm. Take this opportunity to find new ways to love each other. Have a powerful relationship. Again, we want to thank you for joining us today at Beyond Happily Ever After. Real talk for today's couple. I am your host, Carol. And I'm Mike. And we want to thank you again. Also, if you would love to be a part of our Queen's Court, that is for the wives, please click the link below. And if you want to join to be a part of the Boss's Corner, that's for husbands, follow the link below. And if you would like to schedule a coaching session for your relationship with us both, please contact us. The contact, contact information is below. If you would like to donate, because this word or any session has touched you, has helped you, and you want to support us, please donate. Click the donate button. We do appreciate anything you can do. We appreciate your time. Please follow, subscribe, like, and share. We'll see you next time.